0: Okay, so uh, welcome back to another episode of the um, Racing News Podcast. Again, there's not much racing, as we said, over the last couple of no, months. But, none at all. But there's been plenty happening, hasn't there? Um, we've done a few on the goat loop, but this one isn't going to be about that. It's going to be about more training and things that Kyle and I have learnt in the last two months and things that we feel that we can apply um, as potentially races pop up in the next couple of months. So, uh, Kyle, do you want to give us a bit of an overview of what you have been working on Since Comrades was cancelled for you, it it freed up a real window, didn't it, for you to try something which you haven't done before. Which I
1: think I said when we did the podcast when this all first started to happen and everything got cancelled about what we're going to try and do. Yeah. And I said at the time that I would love to try and do something different that I wouldn't normally do and train for a 5K and do some proper speed work because I've never actually done it consistently. Yeah and it's something that I would never look to do purely for me because I'm always doing the ultra running is I go from one race to the next race and yep. it's just never I never have a set block or a time where I dedicate to doing it mm. so I for me it was perfect because I given this opportunity that I really haven't had for years because there's always been a race lined yep. up so my plan was just to go okay I know what I need to do with the speed work I've done it I'm going to drop my volume back and I'm going to work a little bit more on speed yep. and see how that goes and so that was The last probably six to eight weeks since we did that podcast, I've decided to do that. And And what what sort of workouts were you putting in? So I was trying to get, initially it was just one a week just to start introducing speed. I didn't want to do too much too soon. And then I just started doing two workouts a week. One of them would be a shorter interval session anywhere from, I did a 400 meter rep session up to say a 1k rep session. I do somewhere around that one day and then I do more of a threshold tempo interval or tempo run. Um, a bit later in the week and then I'd still just do a two hour long run so I kept that in there and then yeah. I'd just do whatever other easy running, jogging I felt like doing for the rest of the week yeah. so I just thought okay I'm going to do this prior to all this I'd had like my PB was 16.35 from 2016 or 27 like from a few years ago and I thought oh, I'd love to go sub 16 but again I haven't done the workouts to know whether I'm going to be in shape for that mm-hmm. or what not and I started doing these sessions and every session I felt like I was just building and building yeah the thing that i've probably taken away from it at all is that i'm running less volume than i would normally run in training training for any other race Mm. doing the quality and i feel like i'm in the shape of my life right now like even if i had to line up for a 50k or something right now i feel like i'd be ready to go yeah so So how how much did you knock off that pb took 49 seconds off on that's incredible isn't it yeah on on six to seven weeks Yep, of just doing two workouts a week and one to two workouts a week, which was a massive PB. So to go in like, if you told me when we filmed that last podcast I was going to run fifteen forty seven in six or eight weeks, I said no, it's not going to happen. But that just goes to show what doing that consistent work does. And obviously, a lot of people listening are going to be like, well, obviously, like that's why you do speed work. But there's a lot of us that do the trail and ultra running who don't prioritise it. Yeah, we shy away from it, we don't we? We do. And I was always like that. If I would never for whatever do reason. speed work, like I didn't, I just didn't really enjoy doing it. I'd rather just go out and run for 90 minutes or two hours on the yeah. trails or just go for a run I liked doing volume more, Yeah. which obviously I've enjoyed and been able to do well off. But I've always kind of neglected it. And I've had these short little periods where I've done it, yeah. but not, not properly. So I'm so glad that I kind of had the opportunity to, do it because if, if all of this coronavirus hadn't happened and races weren't cancelled well I would have been training for comrades doing longer yeah. work and yeah. probably would have gone from then into something else yeah. longer and would have never had the chance to do this and now that I've done it I think it's definitely going to be something I'm just going to continue when I get back into doing ultra mm. things and I might do some shorter stuff before then but once they start I'll be doing this type of training consistently because I've seen just how yeah. beneficial it can be
0: because it is a it is it's a such a good benchmark of how fit you are isn't it and I yeah, said absolutely. to Henry Coombs today who I saw at work and I said I never feel fitter than when I'm running a fast 5k you know I, I raced UTA last year and I wasn't as fit when I was ready for UTA as I am at the moment yep. and my volumes come down massively yep. and when you run a 5k I drove home the other day from my time trial and I'd, in the car I was driving home and I actually thought you know what I feel like a runner yeah, and that's and that's, that's very personal for me at my time. Yep. And that's not because of the time. That's because of what that 5K actually made me feel. I feel like I'm actually running at my potential now. Whereas if you'd have asked me to do a 5K last year before UTA, I wouldn't have felt strong. Yep, I wouldn't have felt powerful at all. But it's something which I think we have to, I've learned from this, you've got to now take this into every ultra that I do. I, I need Absolutely. to be putting four weeks out or three weeks out from an ultra is saying, right, I've got to see what I'm at. benchmark this how's my 5k going I need to be training for a 5k regularly because you know I heard years ago that if you want to run a fast it was a marathon coach you want to run a fast marathon you've got to run a fast half you've also got to be able to run a fast 10 fast 5 he actually went down to fast 1500 so if you apply that to an ultra you you know you've got to run a fast ultra at your true potential you've got to be there's no substitute for speed speed. there's
1: no substitute for it and if you're 5k fit properly 5k fit yeah, You're in good shape. Like Everyone gets very much, oh, ultra running, it's just hills and it's just volume and time. But if you look at the guys that are at the top of that and do really well at ultra and trail running, yeah, you put them on a 5K fast road surface yeah. and they'll run really quick yeah. just because they're purely fit. Yeah. So And I think it can go both ways. I don't think you necessarily go, oh, I'm doing 100K, I'll just go and do a 5K training no. No, block. No, no, no. But that, I think exactly what you said, that style of training, and the kind of way you do workouts and that component of training we realise how important it is when you train for a yeah. race like that. You realise, wow, I just did this off that volume. Yeah. Well, imagine if I can incorporate this into the type of training I would do for a trail ultra marathon, yeah. how good that's going to feel.
0: Because you feel pain, don't you, in a 5K that you... I don't think you feel in an ultra. It's, it's a, different a different type of pain. pain. Like, your heart rate is... Your heart's in the bottom of your throat, isn't yeah. it? Like, And you're breathing harder than you ever have. And there's lactate going through your legs. So, you know, the physiological adaptions that you have, and, and particularly for me, the mental... Oh, absolutely, adaptions. you know to be able to handle that pain yes it's for a short amount of time but that, that acute pain is so crucial and you those don't big normally
1: get that when you train for ultras if you do your yeah. typical high volume type thing and i think there's a lot of probably trail and ultra runners who are kind of scared to do it they're scared to hurt and push themselves like that yeah yeah and i think i just it's been a big learning curve for me and i'm going yeah this is something i need to do now
0: so how do you put that so you said you brought your volume back by what 30 percent you reckon yeah 20 30 so how do you, how are you then going to be able to put that volume back up to what it was without getting injured yeah with those harder sessions because so if, you, if you're still 5k fit it's a greater i guess wear on your body in terms of those you know your calf muscles are take. i know my calves have been a bit sore the last yeah. couple of weeks because the workouts are different so how do you put that into your yeah and your i ultra think it's not framework?
1: good i probably won't be doing the amount of high quality speed stuff i'm doing at the moment when i go back to the ultra things but I think for me, it's going, I kind of wanted to bring my volume down a little bit, but not drop it too much because easy volume is still super, super important for running a fast 5K. You've got to be doing the easy volume. It's yeah. probably the most important thing still. So I just wanted to bring that down a little bit, put the quality in, make sure I could tolerate that and feel good. The quality won't really increase much. I've kind of hit the amount of quality that I'm happy to do. Yeah. It's only two sessions a week, but for me, I feel like that's enough for me. Yeah. And I might increase that a little bit, a little bit quicker, a little bit longer, but not by much. Yeah. And then I'm just going to slowly build that volume back up towards what i normally did and that might happen over two or three months yeah so then i'm going okay now i'm back at what i was doing but i've injected this little bit of speed and these couple yeah. of sessions in there and yeah it might end up being two workouts every fortnight versus two yep. a week yeah but it'll just be slight changes and i'll change it on the fly i'll see how i'm feeling at the time and i think that's what most people should do is listen to their body and don't go well i have to do all of these sessions or i have to do this and have to do that And neglect what their body's telling them, because there'll be times where you just don't need to do that extra session, or you do just need to go out for an easy run, or have a rest day, have a day off. So, you know, it'll change depending on how things are feeling, but I'm at this stage going, I want to keep the same amount of intensity I'm doing, and I'm just going to slowly creep that volume back up to see then, not only what I can do in ultra running, but then what I can do for 5k with that extra easy volume because yeah. like we said when we chatted about it it was almost a good little experiment for both of us to drop our volume and go see how fit we can get yeah. off less volume find that sweet spot yep. so now I'm interested to go okay I found like that's really worked I think both of us yeah, can definitely. probably say that that it's definitely worked and it's exciting as well isn't it, it is like, I've loved it you
0: hit there and go wow that's, that's come down a significant amount in six weeks it can go again I can, I can yeah. drop that again yep and it's something which I think is going to resonate with a lot of people because when you've, we've looked around Strava, you were mentioning before, there's a lot of people who've been doing, you know, very informal time, time trials. trials. And yeah. It's, and it's been, been great to see. Over really 3K, exciting. 5K, 10K, you know, a couple of half
1: marathons in there. Marathons, I've seen marathons. And some incredibly
0: quick times. Yeah. And people break in their
1: own PBs by, you know, 90 seconds. Yep. And it's amazing then to see how motivated people can get when there is yeah. no races, they're still breaking PBs. So yep. Yeah, there's some motivation's not lacking for a lot of people, which is quite exciting, and it's more exciting than when races do start up because everyone's going to be yeah. Yeah. ready to go. So it's going to be quite an exciting time in a few months. Well, I've
0: thrown the idea around of a bit of a handicap in the in the groups that kind of we run around, um, figure out everyone's handicap, who, who starts first, who starts last, to almost get you to cross the line all together, which would be great. So, yeah, we'd love to know what you guys have, have, have thought. Um, we'd love to know whether you've done a couple of time trials in this particular period, and as we said, it's something which I think we neglect. I know I have. I think back to when I started training for ultras only a couple of years ago, yep. I really haven't run that many 5Ks in the yep. last two years yep. and I got lazy, yep. I really got lazy and maybe as you said before, I got scared because I know it hurts and an ultra the pain from an ultra comes on gradually bit by bit by bit, doesn't it?
1: And it's easy to get away from it if it starts. You can just stop and walk for a little bit, hike up that hill instead of pushing. You know, it's easy to get away from. Whereas when you do that thing and stuff on the road, there's no hiding. (laughs) There's no hiding. Horrendous 4K, isn't it? It's not fun. (laughs) There's no hiding. You can't get away from it. So so. there you
0: go. So keep the 5Ks in. And um, yeah, even when this all comes back and the races come back, I think keep those 5K time trials. That's right. Um, see how you go. See if you can bring it down bit yeah. by bit
1: by bit. Enjoy the hurt. Yeah. Start to dominate park run. That's right. And you'll you'll start to like them. I used to hate doing speed stuff. And at the moment, I'm every morning I've got to get up and do a workout. I'm ready to go and excited. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now just going out for an easy run, I'm like, oh, that doesn't really yeah. excite me at the moment. Doing the fast stuff yeah. is. So, at six weeks ago, I wouldn't have said that. Yeah. It's amazing. Then your mindset can shift doing it. So I think everyone just needs to embrace it a little bit and, and yeah. give it a go. And you get comfortable with that feeling, don't you? As I
0: said yeah. that. For me, the horrendous fourth kilometer, which I cannot stand, you know, at 1.3 or 3.7 kilometers, I want to pull out of this thing. I want to bail on this time trial, and then at 4.2, I'm powering through to That's the finish. It. You
1: can see the finish line.
0: So you get used to that, that being uncomfortable. You get used to that feeling of, you know, beginning getting on the on the edge of vomiting, or you know, that lactate through your legs. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you get used to it. That's it. And you, and you get used to handling. it. Exactly and right. It doesn't become as scary, does it? So. No. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's something that Kyle and I have learnt and something we're going to definitely apply uh, in the, uh, the months to come. But, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch, catch you time. soon. We will.